Amazing. As you can see, Episode I'm out of my normal things. settings. Things are switched up. But <laughs> things are switched, are switched up, up, and we're here with the captain. It's always, it's always nice to. Ooh, Captain NBC. Captain we are NBC. Today by uh, Jamie Ron. Jamie Young. Ooh, Jamie, our uh, first Jamie on the show. Amazing. <laughs> right, Captain NBC. Uh, yes. Where did you get your name, Captain NBC, from? First of all, Jamie was a contestant on American Ninja Warrior. He's done oh, yeah. runs, right? 2017, 2018. What else do you run? Uh, I started back season two. Season two? Know. Whoa. <laughs> we just filmed 12, so about 10 years. 10 years yeah. you've been on. All right, so you really are the captain. So, so I de- I've definitely seen you because, like, as I said in uh, yesterday's episode, American Ninja Warrior was my childhood. Yep. So if you're saying, like, 10 years ago, I have definitely seen you yep. then. Definitely. <laughs> Especially yeah. on, a, remember, I used to be on NBC Action. It was, it was the days. I'll tell you that. It was the days. So where did you get where did you get your yeah where did you get your name Captain NBC? So back in season two, uh, before there was a, a Vegas Finals or anything like that, um, the top athletes would then go to Japan, the original Ninja Warrior, the Sasuke, uh, which I heard about. I hadn't heard about American Ninja Warrior, and so they put out a commercial looking for you know competitors, uh, and they actually put one for costume competitors. And for Halloween, I love to dress up, make my own stuff. Uh, and the year that year, I was dressed up as Captain Planet, who's a superhero uh, from I think the '90s, maybe the '80s. Uh, but basically, he was a, a superhero that fought pollution, um, and he was blue-skinned, green kind of flat-top mullet, um, red kind of um, bathing suit underwear, and then like a globe on his chest. And I was like, "Oh, I I did this. I could do this for the the show if you give me the opportunity to compete." And I love it, but we can't use that that logo that's copyright and they own that. I was like, well, what about your logo? You own it. And so I was like, yeah, let's do that. Yep, there he is. There's our uh, Captain Planet. That's Captain so Planet. Mm-hmm. I basically was dressed up as a, a Captain Planet, but I changed the logo to um, the TV station that I was airing on at that time. NBC. TV, oh, okay. Became NBC, I think, about three or four years later. Um, and so I was Captain G4 for a couple of years, and then I became Captain NBC when NBC took it over. Originally, I was just body paint, so it didn't matter. I could just paint it over. Uh, and then eventually, I ended up getting uh, my own costume made and then started making my own stuff and stuck ever since. Interesting. And yeah. uh, so you're a veteran of the show, basically. I guess we can call you that. Like you've, you've been with the show as it changed throughout the year. So... Let's go back to, to like 10 years ago mm-hmm. to today. How has the show changed? Well, the, the first season, I didn't get to compete in the first one, uh, but they filmed in a, a parking lot. The second season <laughs> and previous, or the next several were all filmed in Venice Beach. Uh, it was outside. It was during the day. It was hot. You'd stand around most of the time waiting to go. Uh, and you... You had to fly out there. Um, Ninja wouldn't pay your your expenses. They would only pay your expenses um, to go to the finals. So at that point, that was to Japan. So they would pay for that trip to Japan. Uh, But for us, we would have to fly out to Venice, uh, find a place to stay, find air travel, um, (laughs) and compete if they made it well enough or uh, come on back home. 
and then they started doing regions once they made a, uh, a Vegas instead of a, a Japan. And so there were several regions around the country where you could compete so everyone didn't have to go to California, which is great because I lived on the East Coast, now the West Coast, so it was uh, a long trip. Uh, and so each year they started picking different cities and try and mix it up and uh, compete in a bunch of different places. Uh, went to visit other people competing because as it got bigger, we couldn't do one central location. There was more than you know 150 people uh, competing. We ended up having close to 600 uh, per season, wow. and it grows more and more. I think they had um, what was it? 70,000 people submit videos last season, if I'm not mistaken to mm-hmm. want to be on the show and mm-hmm. they pick about here to do it so mm-hmm. uh <laughs> it's gotten more popular uh and mm-hmm. people actually know it, where back then we would just go to a playground there were no gyms um you would you know build stuff in your backyard <laughs> or find people on uh on forums or uh there'd be like one or two gyms i was lucky enough to be in new jersey which was right where um crystal chesky and the, the movement lab were uh, Chris and Brian were big competitors back then, and we started building this community where we had all the ninjas kind of come in uh, and teach us, and then we had a big competition at the end, uh, which is kind of the start of building this kind of uh, cross-country community of ninjas. And as that started, the training got better and the skills got better, so the obstacles had to get harder. So I think season two, the first year I competed, one of the big obstacles was a rope swing just one rope and it swung. And then the last one before the warp ball was, um, I think four laches. Uh, I think they were like six or eight feet apart, um, which to think of now would be, you know, absurd to have in a course that would be like a speed course or what do you mean it's like too, it's too easy. Like it's like, yeah. it used to be easy. So it's gotten harder. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. right now the, the 12 year olds, the 13 year olds, the 16 year olds, they're able to compete at the same level that we are now. Wow. Uh, and so they've been training. That, yeah. Mm. I mean, and it's new for you when, you when you first started out, right? But now there are like hundreds and thousands of ninjas around yeah. the country. Wow. Mm-hmm. I've gotten good over a decade. Imagine how good I would be if I was still made of rubber when I started. <laughs> and figure this little eight-year-old and then just, you know, being able to learn all these skills and techniques mm-hmm. and all the strength. It's, it's crazy to see where it's gotten. Mm-hmm. And going to be insane to see where it goes japan's you know gotten they're they're debatably harder than we are still mm-hmm. they have 37 competitions uh they're going to be filming their 38th it seems um so it's interesting to see all the new stuff that they do because they were the leaders <clears throat> in the very- amazing amazing so uh that was the show's change but uh, I think what we really want to know is like the more like technical behind the scenes kind of thing. How much did that change? Like, was the contract ish still the same? Was uh, um, I never paid much attention to the contract in the very beginning. <laughs> um, but essentially, the main points of the contract that seems consistent throughout the years is everything is um, you know by producer discretion. So. Um, you know, if there's an issue or, um, you know, an obstacle breaks or something like that, it gives the, um, executive production team, um, full authority to kind of adapt it however they need. Um, and then they also, um, they own your, your likeness for, um, 
at least, I don't know for how long, but I know you can't compete or be a part of any other uh, TV or reality mm-hmm. show competition for another year and a half after the last air date of... Uh, so you can do the voice at all. Yeah. No. <laughs> so you, could, you could argue it a bit, but in the beginning, it, it really didn't matter. It was, you know, I have this opportunity to be a part of something and try something mm-hmm. that, you know, I've only dreamed about. Like, sure, I don't have plans to, you know, go on Survivor and do like a whole <laughs> team thing. It's just like, I love this obstacle course. This is, you know, something I trained for. I want to challenge myself. Uh, and then, you know, as it got more and more popular, they were able to put more money into it. Um, you know, we started getting um, a siphon when we would make it to the finals and giving us prizes for getting first, second, third, and kind of guaranteeing that in the contract where before everything was just kind of on your dollar and you would get a, um, a chance to, you know, go to Japan and they would pay for Japan. And that was kind of, so that's the reason you did it when you first started like season two, 10 years ago, young Jamie. Um, yeah. yeah. Why do you sign up for American Ninja Warrior and all the way in California? How'd you find yeah. out about it? Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I used to watch, um, I still do. I watch uh, Jackie Chan and I was always so impressed growing up. Like, his ability to move through space and understanding <laughs> in his environment that I saw Ninja Warrior as like the ultimate test of that. Like, is your body capable of this? Can you read the <clears throat> that first try and, and, you know, be successful at it? Um, and I started watching, um, I don't know if you're familiar with MXC, most extreme elimination challenge. I am. Yes. It's the Chinese yeah. one, right? Uh, no, it's also Japanese. Uh, it's oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah they and it was like guy lee i remember something like yeah. that it was it was so funny man i remember watching it <laughs> they was, had the conservatives versus the liberals <laughs> they had the blue collars oh man that's amazing yeah, it was a blast and so i saw that first um and then my dad showed me sasuke he's like you know what show we like this is the same thing, but with like real athletes. And I was like blown away when I first saw Ninja mm-hmm. War. I saw the cliffhanger for the first time and it was just one straight ledge, a gap and an angle ledge. I was like, whoa, they got to go across this ledge. And then they had to do a gap. There's no way anyone's making it past that. And like now that's, that's like a, a gimme. Uh, and so like, I was just so like amazed at this thing that existed and people were able to do. And then once I saw that commercial, that was the first time I knew it was coming to the States. And I was just like, well, you know, I'm going to make it happen. I got to find a way to, you know, be a part of this is an opportunity. I, I sent out, you know, uh, you know, like a bottle in the ocean, like, Hey, I'll send out a message, see if they like it and might as well give it a try. And then they actually responded. I was like, Whoa, That's this how it happens. It's fake. Happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> wow. So, so, uh, you did, the second season, right? Correct. Do you know which episode? Uh, of course you do. Uh, which which episode was it? Uh, I don't know. I didn't make it past the first obstacle. Mm. Uh, and I think I was just in the previews of them. Um, mm. uh, I am the thumbnail of like the the old G4 YouTube of it. Uh, but um, you're... Because what I wanted to do was... Should we break down one of his? Yeah, yeah, one one of of his runs. We want to know, like, what were you thinking uh, and what was going through your mind as you were doing it? So, I have a bunch of them up. Which one? Yeah, which one do you recommend we like? If we want to break down one of them, which one? Um, 
There's the the one where I lost my shoe, but then there's also <laughs> barefoot. <laughs> let's do that one. Let, let, yeah, let's do barefoot okay. one. Let's go for this one then. Yeah. All, All right. right. So describe to us what was like. Okay, so here you are. Here you are. The course, and you go off. So what was going through your mind? Uh, so at the start, it's always super nerve-wracking. You're, you're there all day, and they switched it over to night shoots uh, halfway through the season because everything looks better. But mm-hmm. you're just there all day, um, and you're just exhausted. And so when I'm on set, um, I can't help but get really excited and, you know, cheer for everyone else and get, you know, really hyped up about it. So I always have to try and calm myself down before I go. Um, and then calm the nerves of screwing up and replace it with excitement for being able to participate in this. Mm-hmm. Here, I was super sick, uh, and it was right before finals. And I didn't feel like, you know, doing anything. And um, my now best buddy, Sean Darling Hammond, came up to me and he's like, man, this is awesome. You know, we get to be a part of something that, like, really no one really else gets to. And, you know, they basically spent millions of dollars to build an obstacle course for us to play on. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to be excited about it. You know, I'm not going to worry about, you know, if I fall or, Mm -hmm. you know, anything like that, I'm going to be excited about this opportunity. And so every time I get on that, that platform, I I really refocus that excitement and address the crowd. And then I just try and focus on what's right in front of me, that very first obstacle and that very first movement on this one. It's the, the triangle steps. We call them Dorito dash. Uh, I'm not sure the exact name. I've kind of given up on all the ninja names at this point. I mean, <laughs> we get the, we get the we get the clue. Yeah. It's the one where you have to like jump from one to the other. Yeah. And like triangles, uh, but they rotate fully and they are offset. So I can't just run in a straight line. I have to do some sort of side to side, and I don't think my stride's long enough, so I have to two step it. But putting a step closer to the edge is further from that pivot point. And so now there's a bigger chance of it rotating on you. So uh, I just, on an obstacle like this, like an agility, uh, I set my mind ahead of it. Like this is my placement and then just full commit all the way through as much as I can. And you committed. All right. Oh, wow. And there we go. <laughs> there you go. It happens in a second. Really? That yeah. was like not even like one, two seconds. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then you got to okay. regain ballast. All right. Yeah. Now okay. we go mm-hmm. trampoline. To a big airplane propeller and the propeller is not like grabbing a bar right it's this big flat slanted surface uh so it's not the greatest to hold on to and i'm not the best with trampolines mm-hmm. so my main focus is hit the trampoline as hard as i can to just get a, a good grab on it mm-hmm. and i've been thinking about it for a while you'll see my shoe pop off and i think i i didn't retie it when i got up there because Production hates when all of us ninjas want to retie our shoe and put on our shoes at the starting line. You know, mm-hmm. they've got to they got to get things going. So I just slip them on. I'm like, all right, we're good. And uh, I think in my shoe, my foot slid forward when I hit the trampoline. And then as I came off the trampoline, there's nothing holding onto my heel, and it popped out. But this is before uh, you knew that was gonna happen. This was like right. you here, right here. You were confident. Yeah, like all right. How do you how do you feel right here? Smooth. <laughs> Hit that mm-hmm. trampoline as hard as I can. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see it. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. All right. Let's go. Boom. Look at it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Go for that extra spin. Yeah. 
your shoe's gone. Uh huh. Okay, so this. Uh huh. So your shoe's gone. Like, all right, I'm wasting time, but uh, I didn't fall. And so mm-hmm. my three main things on obstacles, number one, get on the obstacle. Then I worry about getting through the obstacle. And then I worry about dismounting the obstacle. And so I almost missed that grab. So I was just happy I didn't fall. And then I was just trying to stay calm, keep that adrenaline down to get it. And then once I would get it, I would dismount and not try and rush it and try mm-hmm. and pick up time on the second obstacle. Because then uh, I would always feel like, mentally it'd be harder to handle rushing and falling early than trying to just be consistent at the you know the entire course so i knew the shoe was gone and i was like well, <laughs> let's just you know focus on this obstacle and mm-hmm. then deal with it when we get there right you didn't Ooh. think of taking off the other shoe uh you'll balance <laughs> yourself out yeah i was still hanging from a propeller at that point whoa oh yeah they oh, to right chorus. there yeah right yeah. there and I didn't get quite enough jump. Oh, you did take it off. Yeah. I took off the sock because I the didn't sock. want to be. <laughs> and I knew I didn't have a lot of time. So I was like, let's just keep it going. The spider wall, I'm probably going to fall, but at least this was all upper body. Uh-huh. Um, it's true. The double dipper, very intimidating. You're super high up. Oh. Um, someone who likes heights, but I know it's just one simple release move, and then you're through. So just trying to stay calm. And there focus. you go. Yeah. And this is your family? Uh, no, those are all uh, my ninja friends. Uh, you'll see my family oh. moment. Um, so they live via wet and dry towel. Uh, <laughs> so I just tried to <laughs> my foot. And at this point, I was so um, just kind of relaxed because I figure either I'm going to make it and it's going to be awesome or I'm going to fail and people are going to expect that I were to fall with one shoe. Um, but I figure leave at least one shoe on for, for me, for some group. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I was able to, to stick it just enough, uh, to make it through. But I was at that point, I went from, oh man, my season's over to, well, this could be a fun challenge and give it a try. Uh, so the shoes you wear, are they like specific for like a course you do? Like, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are two main types of shoes that ninjas seem to, to go towards. There's the. The New Balance, the Zantes, uh, which is a nice, grippy shoe. It's a, a thick sole, kind of like a, a basketball shoe or a running mm-hmm. shoe. Uh, and then stuff I prefer, like uh, Merrell's. The Merrell Vapors um, is much more of a barefoot shoe. This one is a little bit thicker. It's an older Merrell. Um, and what I liked about that is for something like um, stage one, where you can have a lot of impact, uh, and especially on stage two, I'll, I'll wear those shoes a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, that has a little bit of padding, maybe about, you know, a quarter inch or so, but, um, really minimal. And I really like to be able to feel things, but a lot of ninjas prefer just that thicker padding, but I, I can't, I need a, a thinner shoe. So it's almost like I practice barefoot. Um, anyway, anyway, cool. All right. Let's see. And you make it. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> and now I'm just uh, you're going mistakes. the hard parts getting in and, uh, you're in the desert, so there's dust on it, and you don't want to slip. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Well, yeah. the least they can do is just, like, de-dust it or something. <laughs> I mean, they try with a broom, but it's it's really hard. Wind just blows. So that's my family behind me. Mm-hmm. They oh, shout out work. to the fam. Um, mm-hmm. They just see me taking off my other shoe here, 
-hmm. when I realize that I'm walking uneven and this is an agility obstacle. So I figure, <laughs> you know, just abandon all the shoes and, and go for nice and even footwork. Yep. Uh, I mean, there's no better grip than the grip of the soles of your feet, I guess. I don't know. Unless they're sweating. Mm -hmm. Oh, unless they're sweating, then yeah, that's a different... <laughs> That's a different talk. Were, were you sweating? Do you, do you sweat like when yeah, you're running I, the course? Mm -hmm. Qualifiers are normally um, outside at night and it's 30 degrees or so. There's frost mm -hmm. on the course a lot of the time. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Finally, this is in Vegas. So there's nights where it stays above 100 degrees the whole time. Wow. Yeah. So I'm usually pretty sweaty mm -hmm. uh, by the time I finish this course. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to ask you about, so I see your family's wearing the hair. <laughs> was that, was that your choice? Like doing the hair and the tattoos? Do you come like that before or were like the producers kind of? No, of so I had mm -hmm. my, uh, my tattoos and then the, uh, the green hair was part of the, um, uh, the costume, that kind of initial thing. And that's the only thing that's really unchanged is the green hair. Mm -hmm. uh, green's one of my favorite colors and it stands out so much. It makes me easily recognizable. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so I kept that instead of the, the blue colored skin, I then kind of made this blue outfit with some lightning bolts and, and stuff like that to kind of create this, you know, Captain NBC persona separate from uh, the Captain Planet. Uh, and then, you know, when it's, it's too hot, like out in Vegas, I'll, I'll go without the, the shirt. Or um, if it's, you know, getting throughout a course, I'm starting to get overheated or a little sweaty. I'll take off the shirt to make sure my hands don't get sweaty because you're not allowed any talk or anything. Wow. Interesting. Cool. Yeah. Let's keep going. Let's keep rolling. Let's see how this ends. Yeah. Take it off. And there we go. Revelation yeah. of the left yeah. foot. Then you have the white host and the one with the really long <laughs> Yeah. And swings. So oh. this looks simple, but if you see how wiggly the thing I'm hanging on is, mm -hmm. makes it very yeah. awkward. Uh, and the rotation through, it really doesn't help you to get in a straight line. Now, at this point, uh, when I reach this part of the warp wall, there's a clock to the left of the wall, and that's the first time you can see how much time you have left. <laughs> uh, and a lot of the time, a lot of that, that year, people were running out of time. Mm -hmm. And so production said, you should have at least 60 seconds at that point to you know, make it through. Um, and I saw my, my 40 seconds and I was like, well, you know, we just have to kind of go for it there. There's no time for a rest, no time to think about it. It's just set yourself up in front of the obstacle, take a breath and, and go. Um, and so I've done the warp wall barefoot. I've done it in socks. I've done it in a weight vest. I've done it with my eyes closed. I've done the warp wall a lot. So doing it barefoot, uh, wasn't really in my head. It was just get through the next three obstacles as quickly as possible and you know you're gonna either make it and you'll get it in time or you're gonna fall um, but if you wait you're not gonna have any time and you're gonna run out of time so it was just kind of you know full commit and trust and you do I it <laughs> and you know yeah. no hesitation yeah uh, <laughs> no, hesitation. Mm -hmm. no hesitation wow. yeah man that's yeah. amazing that's yeah right. that's through. a ninja mm -hmm. yeah and now these do a full rotation um, on it, so there's no set. 19 if, seconds. If, yeah. Wow. And it would be faster for me to get to the cargo and climb than I thought it would be to build a swing. <laughs> uh, and I figure, you know, 
no time to take a second thought, just go for it. And then I was just so surprised that I made it without a, <laughs> because when it happened, I was like, okay, my season's over. This, this sucks. I might as well, you know, get through what I can get through. And then once I hit that spider wall, all the, the nerves and the pressure went away. Mm-hmm. And I was like, awesome. You know, let's just go for it. And, you know, there wasn't any pressure of, oh, if you fall, I already felt like I had beaten the odds at that mm-hmm. point. Just kind of like, yeah, let's, let's go for you it. You feel more confident, maybe? You think it helped? Yeah, your energy? Yeah, I don't know mm-hmm. if it was more confident, but mm-hmm. it was definitely less, um, less nervous. Mm-hmm. I see. Yeah. Yeah, well, you won like a champ. Congrats. <laughs> Amazing. All right. <laughs> um, seven seconds to spare, too. That's pretty seven, cool. Yeah. Yes. And then after that, do the, the reporters come up to you? They start asking you questions and stuff directly? Or do you, like, <laughs> have time to cool down? Uh, so you're up there and there's the one camera guy and <laughs> mm-hmm. you're catching breath. You walk down that platform, um, <laughs> and it'll take you to a, uh, an interview mm-hmm. uh, and you'll go do your, your post run interview. And then you'll go back to set to cheer everyone else on. Um, but in qualifiers and, uh, the higher stages like Vegas, um, if you fall, for instance, uh, they usually have a sideline reporter there. But if you make it all the way through, you go down and do a separate interview or you do a sideline interview at the end. So uh, what happened that day is I made it through. I came on down. I went over to the, the sideline reporter to do my post-run interview. And that's where I get to, you know, greet my family after the run and, and all that. And we do that interview right after. And then, um, you know, you're kind of just on set until the rest of the night's finished. <laughs> amazing I mean, that's it's amazing yeah that was, yeah it's a it's a thrill so, for you but it's a thrill for for us too i feel like watching that just watching that right now was so like exciting i mean like i you know i grew up watching the show in lebanon yeah. and ali was in kuwait like we're all over the world we're just watching the show sure. why do you think it's so like thrilling <laughs> why do you think everyone around the world loves like the ninja warriors i think it's it's great because people are kind of either able to get it just kind of right at that cusp of their ability um, or they're pushing as hard as they can and failing. You know, it feels like everyone in production does a great job of, you know, weeding through the 70,000 people for, you know, 600 people that, you know, are really going to kind of put a good, you know, a good, uh, a good run, but also, um, you know, uh, a good, person to to watch so you're not going to want to watch someone run land and then just get pissed and start splashing water <laughs> we want to see the people that showmanship you know, are and generally invested in what they're doing and trying their hardest and i think that that really just kind of communicates all across you know the world uh i would much rather see someone barely make an obstacle um than someone make it and make it look easy mm. you know i Remember um, Jeff Britton and Isaac Caldera on stage three when they both completed it. Isaac Caldera went through and made it super easy as a super strong rock climber, uh, which was awesome to see. But then watching Jeff go through and on like the last one, see his fingers open up and him having a struggle to just make that dismount. Uh, you know, I much more get like excited and mm-hmm. get like bumps seeing someone just barely able to make it through and do something they didn't think they'd be able to do or overcome that fear of being up really high or doing this obstacle or, mm-hmm. you know, out of their comfort zone. 
And I think that's what makes Ninja Warriors so popular. You think, so it's more like overcoming fear. Is it like more of a mental game at that point? Cause you've like run the courses, you've done all the trainings, right? Um, when I would on, say Ninja mm-hmm. at least 50. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Mm-hmm. Veterans, um, once you, if you're first coming into it mm-hmm. and you have Ninja training, there is at this point, because the skill level is so high, a large bump to get into the sport, at least at a competition level. Um, but once you're, you're kind of in it, the obstacles aren't super difficult. What's most difficult is being able to do it and figure it out first try. Mm-hmm. You don't know how something's going to move. So a lot of time we, we over grip or we tighten up or we freak out. Um, and so controlling that, that mental aspect uh, really helps. And realizing you only get one shot. And if you miss it, maybe you get to try it again next year. Maybe that mm-hmm. was your shot. Uh, and trying to stay focused and calm and in the moment uh, is really hard. You get up on the stage, and a lot of first people, they black out, and they wake up in the water or at the end of the run, and, you know, they, they don't realize what happened because there's so much adrenaline. I don't remember my, my first run. I remember starting. I remember my plan, and then I remember hitting the landing platform in the water and be like, well, that was it. And so, you know, it's, it's a lot of mental, mm-hmm. uh, but – I would say at least 50-50, so much of it. I mean, I've got a fear of heights. I don't like it. Uh, but, you know, you put it in front of me, and I know it's kind of my one shot anyway. So mm-hmm. make it through, and if I fall, I'm going to drop. But also knowing if I fall, it's the end of the season, um, you know, are equally important to me. Question, uh, how cold's the water? Uh, depends where you're at. In Vegas, it's kind of nice. In, um, in Baltimore, by the harbor, it's freezing cold. Um, so qualifiers, it's terrible, but finals, it's nice. And you've been to Japan. Yeah. Have you, uh, have you, they yeah, yeah. out there? What's that like? Last mm-hmm. year to go in, uh, Sasuke 37. Mm-hmm. Wow. How was yeah. that? What was that like? Uh, it was, mm-hmm. it was amazing. It's, mm-hmm. you know, finally got to, to go out there. Um, and it was interesting because it was like one of the high points and low points of my career at the same time is I finally made it out to Japan and to compete and be a part of, you know, that community. And then I failed on the dismount of the second part of the first obstacle. And so it's the same thing that happened to me my first year in America mm-hmm. is I failed. I touched the landing platform and then failed into the water. And it was, it was so disheartening to, you know, be seen as worthy to now compete in Japan and, you know, mm-hmm. to have that honor to, to go out there and be invited. Uh, only to, you know, not perform. Uh, and I think that was the first time in a long time in Ninja War that I felt that pressure and that, that nervousness that I, I couldn't get rid of because even though I was in, you know, a wonderful community and around all these ninjas, it was, you know, I'm the, the new guy coming into this, this whole new course, this whole new environment. And brand new obstacles, a lot of their obstacles we don't have uh, in the States, we kind of pick and choose and make our own. Uh, so it was super nerve wracking. Uh, but I loved every moment of it. I got to meet so many of my, my ninja idols. I got to train with them. I got to cheer for them. Uh, and hopefully I get to go back and get redemption. Uh, Sasuke 38 is filming this year, but with the pandemic, um, you know, we're not allowed to travel to, uh, Japan, Mm -hmm. I believe. Uh, so I don't think they're going to have any international competitors. Um, just like America, we didn't have any international, um, competition this year when we filmed, we didn't have friends, family or, um, you know, anyone 
allowed except for the athletes. So, mm. um, you know, I'm glad they're able to do it. Um, and hopefully I get to come back for, you know, 39 and, and so on and be able to continue <clears throat> to eat in that community and abroad. You know, there's, I've got to do Vietnam, Germany, Japan, and America. Um, I'd love to, you know, hit up Israel, Australia, UK, and, you know, just be as much of this worldwide community as I can. All right. Well, uh, good luck to you. Unfortunately, we reached our uh, time. I just want to ask one more question. I'm just, I'm just curious. Are you training? Are you training every day for that Japan run? Come on, Captain. Yeah. You gotta. <laughs> as much as I can every day. Uh, I don't know if, if you were uh, aware, I cut off part of my thumb a couple months ago on a table saw accident. So uh, I had to do recovery for the past two, three months. Mm-hmm. Uh, able to start training ninja again uh so uh i would say yes i'm always training but <laughs> never actually for one specific thing okay. always just do techniques and stronger mm-hmm. prepare for anything you know who knows mm-hmm. what they're gonna put up there this is true cool yeah anyways yeah, yeah well thank you for coming on today's so uh, podcast mm-hmm. episode thank you for those yeah. who are watching us if you made it this far into the video please subscribe captain mbc do you have anything you want to shout out anything you want to let the world know uh, I would just like to say that um, being a part of Ninja Warrior has changed my life and it's such a positive experience for me. And I hope, you know, you guys get a positive experience and inspired like I was by those before me uh, for you guys to do whatever you want in your life to overcome those fears and those obstacles. Love it. Amazing. Nice. Anyways, uh, so yeah, I don't know if you've watched any of our old episodes, but this is generally how we sign out. It's a salute to cover the cam and peace.